If you or someone you know might be struggling with mental illness, consult a doctor or other professional healthcare providers without delay. The moment you speak out and speak up, the easier it becomes. For more information, visit the Ministry of Health and Wellness website at www.moh.gov.com. Jamaica, let's end the stigma, no man. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Hewins Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Ian, and my guest for today has accomplished many feats while being a mom, a grandmother, a friend, and a mentor. She's a humanitarian at heart. She has served in the health sector for over 15 years and is no stranger to the world of media and production. Sharing her story and overcoming the many obstacles she has faced, the inspirational Joanne Williams. Me. It's an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Yes. Man, there's so much happening around the world. Oh, yes, there is. My God, let's just jump into that. How are you? Like, all of this going on, COVID. Uh, I um, I must say I'm thankful. I'm good. I mm-hmm. can honestly say I'm good. I'm in a good place. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm celebrating my birthday today. And I'm excited. I'm excited. Happy birthday. Thank you. What a pleasure. Your birthday is spending with me. Yes. <laughs> You know, you're special. I'm very special. <laughs> yes. So yes, I'm. I'm. I'm good. I'm really, really thankful. I've mm-hmm. seen. I've. I've seen better days, but I've actually seen worse as well. And things could be so much worse. Worse. No, personally. Yeah. So I'm giving thanks continually. Of course, that yeah, we have to just. We have life. There is hope. I mean, what more can we ask for? Really, God is good. God is good. All the time. All the time, dear God is good. Boy, Joanne, you have an interesting background. Do I? I, 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 you know you do. <laughs> and so for my listeners who don't know Joanne, because what people don't realize is that you're not just Coffee's mom. You are a household name for yourself. And I know oftentimes when you go road, you often hear, oh, Coffee mother, Coffee mother, you know. Yeah, like I never had a name or an identity before. <laughs> you know, like I never, from a bar, my name, Coffee mother. You know? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know. Yeah. And even people, even when people remember me from, other things mm-hmm. they still think they still think coffee mother first right and right. then after but the, the first resonated with coffee mother coffee mother and then and then somebody said to them you remember from oh, oh yeah, yeah. She. <laughs> but the coffee mother first right huh? yeah yes. so, so before all this andrew and williams was not that yeah tell me about your background and where you grew up where you're from what was life like you know i grew up in what was considered to be a middle class Society. No, not society. Middle class family. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> not society, wrong word. Um, so I grew up in a middle class family at back in the day would say that. You know, um I was a an only child and I have siblings but they are way younger than I am. So I was an on, basically an only child for most of my life. It's not up till sixteen years old, so that's most of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I was I was a child that um I really it really was that was it was an okay life for me. It was an okay life for me. Uh-huh. You know, I wasn't the happiest or the saddest child. There was, there was a balance basically, I think. Right. So yeah. Which is good. You grew up with both parents. No. No. Nope. I'm a bar- I was a barrier child. So to talk to me, I don't understand. It's a balance. <laughs> so you don't grow up with mother. No, and father. I'm a child. But when I look back, <laughs> I realized that there was a balance that I think I just God gave me the balance there. Mm-hmm. Because I could have teetered over and gone elsewhere. My mother left me at a at the tender age of 13 months old with her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't leave me 
to just leave me. She went away. She lived in Africa for 11 years. She went on work. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she worked with the president of, of Zambia, Kenneth Kaunda, at the oh, time. Oh, wow. Yeah, she was his personal secretary. Mm-hmm. Um, so she went away. My father really, my father was a, he, I saw him once a year, mm-hmm. pretty much. And maybe, maybe once or twice in between, maybe. But um, so my grandmother, my maternal grandmother and my maternal uncle raised me. Mm-hmm. So my maternal uncle is even now still, I call him daddy. Dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so because he's the first person I recognized as daddy because mm-hmm. he was there every day. Mm-hmm. So yes, so that's basically how I was raised. I mean, as you say, some things are just unexplainable, right? It's just yeah. God, God's it's just word. Really God. When I look back, when I look back, because so many things, I've experienced so many things in mm-hmm. life, negative things. And, I, I, you know, in my some of it might affect me now in a way that I don't even realize or that I might realize and I'm starting out. Mm-hmm. But so many things have happened to me in life as a child, mm-hmm. you know, and um, yeah, it's God. Tell me one of your, your memory that you, one, one thing that stood out to you, a, a moment that stood out to you that you would never forget as a child. Negative or a positive? Negatively that has affected you, no, like, you know, has really shaped the journey for you. Um, this is going to be strong. Mm-hmm. Brace yourself. All right, ready. Listeners, ready. I was molested as a child. Mm-hmm. And in my early teenage years, I was raped. Mm-hmm. Those things stand out and make me very paranoid for my children, especially my girls. Mm-hmm. So it makes me, it, it, it takes me to a place. To, I've, I think I've come a long way, I've come a far way, but I'm t- I was told in recent years that I need, I still need therapy because I thought I. I, 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 I was therapeutic for me. Right. And I thought that I'm, thera- I'm therapy for other persons, I'm told. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was good for me. Good but I was so. told recently that I could still use some therapy. So talk therapy would be good for me. You think you have you started? Not yet. I'm to make her. And to make, I got that, oh, I got that six weeks ago, you know. Mm. And I'm to, about six weeks ago, I'm to make appointment right now. Well, I go and make that appointment for you. Thank you. Thank you. We have sometimes we forget that, you know, as you said, we're therapeutic for other people. Yeah. And internally we're hurting and we yes, don't even realize it. That we are. And I don't want to use horoscope or anything, but I'm a Taurus and I'm stubborn by nature, right? And I, and I, it's minus horoscope. That's who I that's am. That's who you are. I oftentimes just shove things under the rug and like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to really get it out. You're talking to people and you see, you present yourself as such a strong woman and you are a strong, okay. beautiful woman, but then something inside of you just need, you know, lead to let go of a part yes, of you. Yes. But actually, you know, other than the molestations and the rape, um, I was physically abused, mm-hmm. verbally abused, mentally abused. And this is by my, my said parents who raised me. Mm-hmm. They did well because that's what they knew. Mm-hmm. So, but when I look back, that's what it was. And when I talked, we, we talked about it. And when I look back and talk about it, we realized that's, that, that's, that's how they were raised as well. Mm-hmm. So they knew no different than to share that with me. But I mean, okay, for, so for parents who are still stuck in that traditional way of grooming a child, what are your, what's your take on you that? You have to make a concerted effort to mm-hmm. take yourself away from that. It's a, it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. And you have to make that effort. You have to do it. Step out and decide, look, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to do this. If it's even for you to remember how bad you felt as a child growing up when you experienced that and not want to put it on your children. Mm-hmm. If it's even that because you love your children that much that you don't want to hurt them or right. to come to them. And that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I try to, I still have a little of it. So sometimes, sometimes I have to shake 
because I remember as a child, I remember beating Michaela one time. <laughs> I mean, right. when I beat her, mm-hmm. my, my shoulder, I mean, I would have a little patter patter, not beat me. One right. time I beat her. I remember my beat her and I went and cried after that for how badly I beat her. I remember how I was beaten as a child. child. The more they were us for discipline mm-hmm. at the time. And that's what they knew, like I said, so that's what they handed down. But it was in love. Mm-hmm. It really was in love. Yeah. They didn't they know no better. So like I said, to respond to that, again, I reiterate, would you have to, you have to, have to, have to mm-hmm. make a concerted effort to step to out of that cycle. Right. To do different and, and break that better. tradition. Break yeah. the tradition. And do so, how many kids do you have? Five. Five. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite? All of them. Ah, good answer. <laughs> Safe answer. You're, you're very them. smart. All of them. All of them. You're not driving out today. <laughs> Michaela is, is what of the... She's the baby of she's them the, all. She's the last one. The very last one. Wash belly. Never. Was never expected. That's what they call her. Wash belly. Yeah, wash belly. Yeah, okay. Wash belly. Just buck up. Yeah, when the song is on song, it's like, I'm buck up in Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, what was Michaela like as a child? Oh, she's oh, she's uh, she was a cry cry baby. That gosh. And she wanted to have mother. Mm-hmm. And nobody's not have mother, would she? Because when fair mother gone, mm-hmm. you know, it was like about a week ago, I was talking to a lady who used to look after her when she was young, when she was about five, four or five. Mm-hmm. And that lady said to me, she remember one night, Michaela wake up in the hours at the night, about three, four o'clock, and ball for your mother, you know? mm-hmm. And she just a ball, a ball, such a whole neighborhood wake up, you know? And she would not stop, you know I mean? I don't know how, I don't remember what she said she did or what happened, and she balled, she stopped, but she mm-hmm. just, nothing couldn't calm her, she wanted her mother. And that's how she would operate all the time when I would leave her. Oh, boy. She would cry after me, cry after me, cry, because all her brothers, all her siblings are older. Right. But the things that I have for her mm-hmm. are older, but, um, so she was then, like, the only child. So she never knew anybody else but her mother. Ma- mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's me and her. What's her life? No, trust me, I can relate. Even though it's the opposite for me where I'm the first child. Okay. But, you know, based on stories that my mom used to tell me, like she Clean. said, they could have never go out and yeah, have a and date and or anything. Nobody could tell. Don't. Boy. So you managed raising five kids? I'll tell you, um... Fortunately, mm-hmm. and or and or unfortunately, I didn't raise all five. <laughs> okay, right, because you mentioned that yeah. sometime you would have yeah. left. I raised Michaela. Mm-hmm. Michaela's the only one I raised from birth till till oh. till then, no. till now. Right. Okay. So all the others were raised by my family or their father. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you go out on the road, what's it like now? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um. See, see coffee mother, yeah? Come and take a picture with her. See, a coffee mother, you know? A coffee mother, take a picture with coffee mother. You can't get coffee, I take a picture with coffee mother, man. You can't say no coffee mother. Oh, God, what a feeling, right? <laughs> it's a really proud feeling, though, mm. to know that she's, you know, for the most part, I can safely say that she's representing Jamaica in a positive way, mm. you know, and um, I, 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 I'm, I'm thankful. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm honored that I had the opportunity to raise her, that God gave me. God blessed me mm-hmm. with, the, with the opportunity to raise her, her. and yeah. you know, to bring her to here. Was it up? What were some of the challenges like with Michaela? Like, was she a stubborn child? Was she easygoing? You know, she was an easy guy. I never had a problem with her, really. Mm-hmm. Not really. I really don't have anything to speak of that were so out of, out of, just the out, out left field. No, mm-hmm. sir. None. Um, she, was, she, 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 she would speak her mind. Um, and but it wasn't that difficulty. It wasn't mm-hmm. anything that was that was an obstacle. I, I really never had any. Whatever obstacles that were there 
were on my part, were, were just were mine, not from her. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm just, we just, and you know, I think I did well balancing those obstacles because <laughs> no, when I asked her, right. life was rough when I was raising her. It was rough, mm-hmm. and when I asked her, when I asked her, no, in her adult years, I, I hear people ask her. She told me as a matter of fact, a person asked her what was the hardest thing in life for her, what was the hardest part of life for her. Right, and she says all she remembers is the hardest part for her was. Going in bus and taxi. Mm. The people in the house, you squeeze up. That was the hardest. That was the only struggle. That was the only struggle for you. Okay, well, I didn't well, know I that job. <laughs> you did a great. Because you never know how far I go on. If that's a load, you yes. would hear from him, then you're good. No, no problem. Yeah. I know, right? So, yeah. So, she's a good child. She's a good child. Mm. And, like, when she decided to step into that, like, what was, what was it? That, was that challenging for you? Yes, mm. it was. <laughs> <laughs> When I saw her headed there, my, 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 all my antennas went off. I was like, dear God, she's going to go here. I am not in this part of the industry. Mm-hmm. And this part of the industry that I am in is such a, you can't be such a doggy dog. Mm-hmm. What's she going to do in that industry? I'm going to kill her in the Lord of mercy. I can't manage her. I can't, oh Lord, she I can't protect her. Because I spent all, my, all her life trying to protect her and from, from all that I could. Mm-hmm. So knowing she was going out there, I was like, oh dear God, is she, can't she manage this? Right. So that was my concern. Right. And you also didn't know that she was... Uh, that singer no, and all these right? you never know she's a third farm exactly you, you never know understand? that no and long after that now I'm going through her old books and I see almost every book that she has that she can write in mm-hmm. lyrics right in there you <laughs> can't throw them away I can't tell her she said mommy put them down because mm-hmm. I'm, she will go through them and you know right. remember things and things will come back to back her that right? she want to probably go back and look at mm-hmm. you know to see where it came from nice. yes yeah absolutely amazing and what do you have to say to like the parents because you know a lot of people a lot of young people are stepping into the space of more like creative content mm-hmm. space now, mm-hmm. YouTube, podcasting, yeah, even myself. You know, what do you say to those parents and what encouragement you have for them, for their kids? Support your child. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, not every child is born to be a police doctor, nurse, lawyer, and all those big wigs. Somebody has to do, somebody has to do other things. Everybody has to do other things. Everybody yeah. has their own niche that they have to carve. And uh, support your children. Support your children. As long as they're not a thief, they're not kill nobody, they're not doing nothing illegal, with whatever they're doing is legal, stand with them. Support. Oh, it's a hustler. Yes. That, listen, I research them. And you've been hustling. Yes, ma. Yes, sir. So, you know, like, that is. Boy, I can't, I can't even find a word to tell you how that makes me feel. What? Like, looking Thank at you. you. Like, no, you, you know, oh, I can't even find the right words to say. But. Being a hustler, right, and having so many kids, like, that's a super sacrifice that you have to make. And, like, coming to terms with yourself to doing that is just amazing. Yeah. And still here right now. You have to do what you have to do. Have to you do what you have to. to do. You have to. I can't tell you what a lady said to me one day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember who it was, but I remember what she said to you. She said to me, boy, I can't tell you how I can't tell you how I rate you. Mm. Every time I look on, you know, one different word, but you're ever depend on hustling. Girl. Honestly. I love it. It's me rate your feet. Honestly. You're nasty down. Yeah. And <laughs> you would think, you would think that, you know, Michaela being superstar that she is, Grammy winner, etc., etc., and we know what else come with that. You would have just sit back, relax, and retire. Oh no, oh no, 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 no! I mean, not around my foot, them, I'm not around my foot. My brain still functional. Going mm-hmm. to work, going to work, going to work until I can't go to work no more. No more, right? Yeah, or until something else tell me say don't work no more. But not, but but not not Michaela and her income. Right. That's her. She's making her life. Right. And I would love to allow her, and that's what I'm doing. That's what you are doing. Yes. I'm allowing uh, her to do her thing. Just absolutely beautiful. Yeah. She never leaves me. She supports me in any way she can, in every mm-hmm. way she can. But hers is hers, and I respect that fully. 
of course. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you, I know at one point, I mean, listen, you're the manager. Yes. <laughs> how do you balance, how do you balance being her manager, quote unquote, we put it at that, and being mom? Okay. So I'm not her manager. Mm-hmm. I never was ever her manager. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was told that I'm the momager <laughs> some time ago and I, and I adopted that word mm-hmm. and I feel fine with that position. Right. Because of the fact that I don't think I make a good manager for her in mm-hmm. many, for many reasons. The main one is that I'm very emotional and I would find that hard to separate. And um, Michaela would want her mother all the time. Mm-hmm. And I would want to be her mother all the time. I wouldn't want for us to have to be separating the manager from the mother. I want us to keep the relationship that we have. We have a very good relationship and I want us to keep it that way. Right. And I prefer it this way. I know you mentioned that she earlier in our conversation you were saying like you know she specifically said yeah you want to tell us she what prefer, she said yeah. mommy I want my mommy all the time mm-hmm. I want to have my mom all the time my God. I and yeah and I don't want to have to separate and and I, I so fell in love with that mm-hmm. what she said it's, it's in the concept was real it's yeah. real real love yeah and I want that as well for us. Yeah. And I mean, listen, you're doing good. You're Thank doing you so great. much. She still calls, she calls her mother. She comes to mommy. She comes over when she wants to. And she calls me mommy. You can't need you. Yeah. 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 And but rocks her up that. when she, uh, when she yeah. on the wrong path yeah, and she's yeah, going on yeah, something. Right. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's one advice that you, not just coffee. We want to take that away now. Your kids overall. One advice that you share with them and, and all of them have in common that you want to share now. Or that you would give to me or my listeners? Work hard for what you want. A number of things. Work hard for what you want. Be humble. Mm-hmm. Be thankful for all things. Give thanks in all ways. A word. Be humble. Yeah, man. Be humble. Mm-hmm. And that's like one thing with you that I know that you are humble. Thank you. You're the humblest person I've met so far. Like, you know, the reason why I say this is because of what I know is out there, you know, with yeah. your life and oh. everything and your kids, especially, specifically speaking about coffee, like you know. still remain you. Like I that am. never changed. No, it's, and I can't. I don't know that it will. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to. I'm just me. Yeah. And, and, and I like that. I like that I'm me. What, what keeps you humble? Like what keeps you, like I don't, what keeps you humble? Remembering where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that I would say. Remember where you're coming from and, and, and know that you're going forward for something positive. Have a high aim in view. Go for it. Mm-hmm. I remember where I'm coming from. And as much as I was a child who... I, I really wasn't in one for much. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to be a better, per, better person every day. I want to be a better me. I want to keep learning. I want to do better things. I want to be able to help people. Mm-hmm. That's my passion. Helping. Helping. And that's why I'm in, where, I'm in the field that I'm at. What's, I mean, and what's that feel? Mental health. Oh, wow. I was in the HIV program for 13 years and I left that and transitioned to mental health. But it's helping just the same and I love to do that. My God. Mental health. Mental health. How important is that to you? Oh, my. It is at the top of my list, right after God and my children. Mm-hmm. There's no good health, health. without good mental right. health. Mm-hmm. So if all of you physically fit, say that again. Say that again. Say that again. Someone just from the mental. I don't know when I went into mental. Say that again. There is no good health mm-hmm. without good mental health. health because your body could have fit and found flea come from which part of it is and cute and so if your head part now work good, you're mm-hmm. sick. Mm-hmm. You're not well. Yeah. You need help, and until you are able to accept and acknowledge that you possibly could need help and seek that help, mm-hmm. then you are you are you are lost, pretty much. 
for men mentally you're not well you have to get it together you have to you have to get it together and you have to understand that a lot of persons take mental illness for well, if, you, if you hear persons who hear the word mental illness think mad. oh a madman <laughs> you know you're, you 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 want to go to the psychiatrist no I'm not mad <laughs> but to go to the psychologist or right. the psychiatrist it's a good thing it's a great yeah it's a great thing mm -hmm. You know, you find your balance, you know where you are. Mm -hmm. yeah, you're not going to take medication because you go to the, you go to, I don't mean that you're mad. mad right. Depression is mental illness. Anxiety is mental illness. Mm -hmm. A lot of persons don't want to accept and acknowledge that. Right. Um, all kinds of things. Grief can lead to mental illness because it goes, it leads to depression, it leads to anxiety, and then all, all kinds of things come after that. Mm -hmm. And then you're mentally totally off. Oh, yeah. When I was doing this course, I realized that I was I was blown away when I was told by the lecturer that it's possible that one in five persons were not mentally not, not diagnosed. That, let me say that again. Mm -hmm. One in, it's possible that one research has shown that one in five persons who have never been diagnosed with a mental illness mm -hmm. could possibly be suffering from a mental illness though they themselves even realize it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was blown away. Mm -hmm. You could take a feather and turn over. Yeah, I no, mean, I've heard that statement before and I and I was shocked. I am still that. in shock mm -hmm. every time I think of it. Mm -hmm. It means that all our family have so much in their mentally unwell. <laughs> yeah, no, we it's true. realize it or not. not yes. Sometimes sometimes it comes out loud, sometimes it doesn't. doesn't but right. every one of us, have, sometimes we ourselves are mentally not well. Mm -hmm. So we need to pay attention to that. And it goes back to what you were saying, where like somebody had to say to you, like, Joanne, you need to go to therapy. Uh, and you know what I mean? You just kind of like realize, self-realize, not like, listen, you look in the mirror, you say, you know, I probably I'm doing need this to. For me. Yeah, you need to get it done. Yeah. And that's the, oh, and that's, when you're doing it for yourself, that's nothing is thing. more beautiful than that. You know what I mean? You're mm -hmm. not doing it for anybody, for mm -hmm. pleasing anybody, you're doing this for yourself. For and self-realization is beautiful. It's great. And you know what? It doesn't just do... It doesn't just... It's, it works out for not you, but not just you, but for everybody else for around everybody you. Else are, exactly. Because everybody else gets to experience a better you, mm -hmm. and not just you. Right. And you are so big on, like, humanitarian. Like, so, like, how can you want to be helpful to others when you're not... You can't help yourself? Exactly. Like, you, you are not at a mentally stable place to really, help someone yourself so can you help somebody else? Uh, exactly. you have to be mentally well and stable to mm -hmm. be able to help somebody else boy everything that was on the script to talk about we do it we i don't even know where we reach <laughs> i love it um but yes so we're going to go back i know listen yes you are a little comedian Me? by nature like the first time I met you, please tell them. Let me tell you guys. When this lady meet you for the first time, please tell them what you, what what were your expectations? Cause we only spoke on. We didn't even speak on the phone. You somebody just said to you, go to ask Ian. for X Y Z. Go and ask for Ian. Yeah. When so, you reach. When we reach, no, I see this little man come out. This young man. This <laughs> this nice looking young man. You know what? Small enough, well, him big body, but him not big like big women that think. But me think about a big giant old man. <laughs> I want me to say, I still look on. Me say, me yes. When actually, when so when when he came out, you know, the young mm -hmm. lady at the front desk said, Ian, I said, and and so I'm looking to see where Ian. Me look to see one next to me. I said, Oh, she's fat. Me tell you, call Ian. Okay. <laughs> so me I wait for Ian. So look over. So me I said, Okay. Because oh. what happened, I knew it was you, but you didn't know it was me. No. And I was on a call, and, on I, a call and I said to you, one moment. I saw when you did that, but yes. I was like, okay, my come tell me, say, Ian, soon come. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just say, I'm Ian XYZ, and then you tell me, no, so, you're looking proud. I can look at you, man, for a big, tall old man. 
So I the opposite was what I, I, I came across. I'm yeah. the most pleasant young man in a long oh, time. That I've been. Pleasant, you. well-spoken. I appreciate And well-mannered. Joy, you are... The parents did a good job, young man. Thank you. Tell them I said big up. I will. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. You see, it's, it's point proven. You're such a comedian. Oh, and you make, you make so many Jamaicans laugh. And again, Joanne was a, is a is a household name in media and production before this whole coffee mother thing, right? Yes. So let's jump into that. Like, where when did that become a thing of yours? Like, when did you uh-huh. realize that's something you want to jump into? Darling, from here, I'm knee. Mm-hmm. My father, as much as I never used to see him often, he would say words that would impact me to this day. He would say to me, as I remember as a child, about seven, eight years old, he would say to me, you know, you should go into drama. Mm-hmm. They're so dramatic, and I could never forget <laughs> what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I never saw that. And he would, every time he saw me, there's, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would always say something that would have him saying that to me. And I, but I remember that. Mm-hmm. Growing up, though, I, I grew to have a passion for singing. Mm-hmm. So I was singing. Every chance I got, I was singing. Um, I was riding rhythm. You know, whenever they sing over them, where they, I need to bake them, no one in this world. But they dance and party, I sing over. Mm-hmm. You know, no one in this world, I sing over other songs, and I sing <laughs> over, and I sing over. And, um, but I did, it didn't go anywhere really. And so I, I sing at church. I, I used to sing in a group at church. The group is now, no longer because persons have migrated and stuff. Um, but the passion for acting never left. And mm-hmm. I've always had a passion to do that, the singing and the acting. So I left the singing along the way. Mm-hmm. But the drama part of it, I auditioned for the pantomime. In 1996. 1996. Yes, then I got through. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't tell that I lost my husband in 1994. Mm-hmm. And so that was a healing for a healing process for me. I needed something mm-hmm. without realizing that that was what, that was what I was doing. doing. When mm-hmm. I jumped into that, that was healing for me because I was in grief. I was going into depression fast, fast. Oh, wow. And so that kind of, but he was, because he was my world. And so, um, not Michaela's father. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> we won't, so, we won't touch on that. No, not at all. <laughs> So, um, when I, I had the audition, they had put out that they would need the persons for, for the pantomime that you and I auditioned. And it's just, you have to be able to sing and dance, or at least one minute, or at least, if you can't sing, you have to go and dance, because mm-hmm. there will be no course, and if you can't sing so much, and whatever. So I did that, and I, I was successful, and I stayed two and a half years, two and a half seasons in pantomime. So... I did that, and as a result of that, I did my first commercial, Erica Wilson, who was a castmate of mine at the time, mm-hmm. introduced me to the whole commercial thing, and I did a commercial with JPS, for JPS, mm-hmm. because of Erica Wilson, and then I met Ian. Did I meet Ian before? Yes, I met Ian before. I met IT. That's IT. Ian, IT Ellis. I was just like, what? Ian, I'm a virgin for years before him, before him, boss big. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So... I met Ian before, from before my husband died. Ian knew my husband. He mm-hmm. met my husband. And so we were friends from then time there. So fast forward to now, when, I, when, when um, Erica took me back into the commercial world, Ian find me right. and take me to, at the time it was a young lady named Sadine Dalbert. I never forget her name because Ian used to say Sadine. Mm-hmm. It was a fun. <laughs> so he said, Sadine Dalbert, he sent me to her at courts. Mm-hmm. And that's where I got my second commercial. And oh. from then, that rest is history. Oh, so I would wow. do commercial for courts, for, for Lime when Cable and Wireless, when it was Lime and Cable and Wireless, mm-hmm. and uh, courts and whoever else, whatever else, and radio, TV and radio. Radio. Yeah, because remember I was saying to you um, earlier that I, the voice sounds very familiar. Yes. I was just, you know, 
think I wasn't thinking that it was you yeah. or I didn't remember and then I looked back and then I you know started looking back at some YouTube videos yeah. and I'm like wait a minute yes. This is the Joe. Yes, and then IT put me in him show in, in, mm-hmm. in some of his, his kids. The IT and Fancy Cat show. Uh, yeah. I remember, like, one of my favorite was one that he asked him to go get some mangoes. The teasing boy Rosa, you know, take me $500. Yeah. And I know he come up with two mangoes. Like, rest of my money, you tell me. Yeah, that was one of the most hilarious. I'm sure I'm going to say, Tompe Man, no. You understand? Sure. Boy, that was such a, that's such a good show. Like, I think almost every Jamaican yeah, used to look forward to that on Sunday. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's true. And I used to, I used to look forward to it as well. The ones that, I, I never used to watch me, per se. I never found my kids funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though sometimes I want people to laugh, laugh, laugh. I'm like, Okay. You are a character. No, but it's true. <laughs> Just doing this right now, <laughs> you're a character. <laughs> but um, I really, I really, I really, I used to like Item Fancy Cat. I still do. I love mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Boy, so then, you still, no, even through all of that, you still are still, you still stand by your nine to five. Yeah, man, and it's a little side thing, though. Mm-hmm. So now I do MC on the side, I MC weddings. Right. I still do. Every chance I get. Multi potential light. That is the word. You Thank act, you. you sing, you this, you that, you everything, your mom, you do all these Thank things. Thank you. But you still not leave your nine to five. No. Why is it so? Why is helping people so important to you? Because it, you know, I was helped. Mm-hmm. I was helped many times in my life, and it was a good feeling that I got from being helped. I was very appreciative. Mm-hmm. I was able to pay back everybody, mm-hmm. whether it be uh, cash or kind that they helped me with. I was able to pay back everybody. Mm-hmm. And even now, I'd love to be able to find some of the persons that helped me that I could give back. Mm-hmm. And that's, I don't know where some of them are. We just lost touch. Yeah. But it feels good to help because, you know, what it feels like to have the shoe on the other foot. That's sim- it's as simple as that. Yeah. And you're such an emotional person. I and very much am. And, and you're not afraid to show it. No. You bask in your happiness if you're happy. You you go in your sadness if you're sad. Grumpy if I'm grumpy. I'm miserable. Miserable. I'm quarrel for quarrel. And that is a bit. Go right back. I'm gonna stay there. Mm-hmm. But you're still Joan. I am. Love that. Thank you, Joan. This conversation needs like part two. Whoops! Thank you. Because <laughs> there's so much more to indulge in. Your favorite copy song? Is it burning? It all of them are number, but I've like a stick. Why you just have it right? Answer them about all of them. You know, see, I'm your favorite. No, all I say, you know, say, when we go up and show them, and the mm-hmm. nicest thing when we go up and show with her, and I'm going up and show with her, see, mm-hmm. but to start, I stand on the side of the stage and watch her perform, it's joy to me. It's just beautiful to watch. Yeah, and so, um, blazing though has a little thing, and it's a little vibe mm-hmm. that it brings. And I, I really, I really like it. I really like burning. I, I, I don't know if it's, it's, it's the, it's the Jane Magisma thingy where, where she does the um, the thing, you know. But mm. I really love so, it. So, Blaze is your favorite song. Blazing, yeah. Blazing, mm-hmm. blazing. Yeah. Um, you have a boss tune for you. You say you're a big singer. So we appreciate you. Say you're a big singer. Come on. All right, let me try a little thing. <laughs> Catch a fire, make it burn. Say a prayer anyway you turn. If we not teach them all the magolay. Leaders them the concern. Hey. One over them can't earn. Hey. Get to youth stand firm. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Yo, bad man. Bad. And then we love Jane Maggie's my part. Just oh, yeah man, yeah man, yeah man. Bad, Boy, bad man. Come in with a rapture. Let me tell you, and I don't get captured. <laughs> not capture, you know, I get captured. Oh god. <laughs> so Joanne, what's one thing you want to tell Coffee right now? She's listening to the podcast and you tell her one thing that you want to say. I love you. I'll always love you. 
and I always be here for you as long as there's life in me. Mm-hmm. And I'll always be here. Well, I love that. John, you know, my heart, love you. Can't wait for part two of the conversation. <laughs> We're just going to edit there. And happy birthday again. Thank you. Oh, God. So we have to lead with our affirmations. Mm-hmm. You know how we do it right here on the podcast. And our affirmation is the secret of getting ahead is getting started. It's all in these little steps that makes the journey complete. Do you believe that? I do. You, I do. you have shared so much. The little steps. The little steps. And I know you had your affirmation too. You want to share it with the podcast as well. Your affirmation that you mentioned to me a little bit earlier on with the steps. Oh, <laughs> it's something that I've adopted. The journey of a thousand miles begin with just one step. Well, I love that, John. Yeah. Thank you again. <laughs> See you soon. We need invite to the to the dinners. Yes. The little flights to home. I don't know about that. When we start keep back. Right. Once the world open up back. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, man, for sure. All right. Love you, Joe. Looking forward to If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to comment, share, and subscribe wherever you stream podcasts. Tune in. Same place, same time, right here on the Hewins Theory Podcast.